a song like this points to the reality that uh, there is a, a resurrected Jesus who's going to return and make all things new. And uh, that's really at the end of the day where I have to kind of put my my eggs, you know, put all my eggs in that basket. Welcome back to another episode of Him Partial, the podcast where we talk all things church music. I'm Monet Funka. And I'm Cara Devereaux. And in today's episode, we're talking to singer-songwriter Jeremy Casella. We discuss um, his favorite Christmas carol, Joy to the World. We also talk about how Christmas songs should point to Easter and how Christians can cultivate joy in difficult times. We are so delighted to count down to Christmas with you this Advent season. This year, we are joined by very special guests, Sandra McCracken, Matt Boswell, and Pastor Steve McAllister. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter so that you don't miss those episodes and much, much more. Follow us on Instagram, where we'll be hosting our annual Battle of the Carols. And if you enjoy what you hear, we'd be very grateful if you'd share this episode and maybe leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But first things first, um, we have an overfund giveaway for all of our listeners. Go over to himpartial.com to enter for your chance to win a copy of Spurgeon's own hymn book. That's the hymn book of the Metropolitan Tabernacle that Spurgeon put together. Um, this copy that we're giving away includes over a thousand psalms and hymns. It also includes a foreword by Spurgeon scholar Tom Nettles um, and an additional Spurgeon essay entitled how should we sing it's a beautiful beautiful cloth bound edition um and you can go over to himpartial.com for details on how to enter this giveaway ends on the 31st of december 2021 at 11 59 p.m gmt so don't miss out so this episode with Jeremy Casella is the first of two. So if you're here just for the Advent, don't worry. Next year we have another bonus episode with him, which we really enjoyed recording. But we are talking to him about his coming to faith and all of that. And we also talk about Joy to the World, which we do have another episode on, which we purposely had on um, this year. This summer. This yeah. summer talking about how it's not an Advent song. And we do discuss that with him as well. And he was totally fun about it. So yeah, I really loved what he had to say as well about being joyful as Christians mm -hmm. and the difference between just kind of like happiness and lasting joy. Mm -hmm. So listen out for all the wisdom that he has to share. Without further ado, here's the episode. American musician Jeremy Casella has been a singer-songwriter and performing artist for nearly 20 years. He has performed and collaborated with artists such as Andrew Peterson, Phil, Phil Kigi, and The Blind Boys of Alabama. Jeremy has released six full-length albums and one EP. He has also been an integral part of the influential hymn collective Indelible Grace Music, whose songs are sung in churches all over the United States and also in the UK. Jeremy Casella, welcome to the show. Hello, great to be here. So, Jeremy, obviously we just read a nice bio about you, so we've given uh -huh. our listeners a little taste of who you are, but can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and how you became a believer? Yeah, um, I am a musician, a singer-songwriter. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here for, man, 24 years now. Um, and 
primarily uh, what I'm interested in is, you know, writing songs that communicate um, goodness, truth, and beauty. Um, and that's, that's what I, that's what I do. And so uh, really kind of realizing in the last five or six years that a lot of my um, usefulness is more geared towards goodness, truth, and beauty with music, but also speaking towards using that towards healing in people's lives, um, mm. comfort and healing, uh, specifically lament and grief and, mm. and healing, uh, letting people, uh, you know, giving people words to, um, bring their grief and lament to God so that they can uh, be present with him with that. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, I've never been, uh, on a church staff, although that, you know, a lot of, I've had a lot of, um, work over the years or last 20 years with worship and concern about worship, uh, mm -hmm. music, worship, musical worship in churches, mm -hmm. uh, here in the U S. Um, but I, uh, I've always been sort of that middle space, not quite a pastor, definitely not a music leader, music director, mm -hmm. but a, um, but an artist kind of right threading the needle, like right in that middle space. Mm. So that's, that's a, you know, generally what I've been doing for yeah. a long time now. Yeah. And how, how is it that you came to faith? Yeah, I, be, I became a Christian um, when I was eight years old at a uh, at a summer camp in Pennsylvania here in the U.S. And um, I uh, grew up in a Christian home and, and all that kind of stuff. But it really wasn't until I was at this camp where I came to know Jesus as um, a person and uh, and started walking with him when I was a kid. And it's been a, it's been a good ride ever since then. So I was, I was quite young. I was probably eight. Um, and you know, whenever you hear about stories of people becoming Christians at younger ages, there's always a journey after that point. So mm. there are many, many marks in the journey, many signposts where I, uh, became acquainted closer and closer with, with Christ. And, um, it's been a beautiful a beautiful ride. A lot of that's been in, in the music, right? Like, um, um, in letting the Lord meet me there. Um, and so, but that's, that's when I started walking with the Lord. I was about eight years old. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was also saved at a summer camp when I was quite young. So I understand that feeling of like, there have been significant points after that as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was going to say too, like, I, I feel like I've become a Christian multiple times. I mean, I've always been a Christian, <laughs> but like, you know, um, certainly in college, uh, you know, I would say just sort of doubling down and going even deeper in my relationship with mm, the Lord. So yeah. but it's, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. So we're here today to talk about Joy to the World. Um, it is a popular Christmas song and for a good reason. But what is it that makes it your favorite? Well, uh, I love Joy to the World for lots of reasons. Uh, I love Handel's Messiah, which mm. is, you know, the music is in that. Um, mm. I love when it gets to that part of, of the Messiah. Um, but I love the lyric, especially, um, mm. you know, specifically, I think it's uh, he rules the world with truth and grace. Um, and, you know, it makes his glory's known the wonders of his righteousness i know that the glory of his righteousness the wonders of his love mm -hmm. makes the nations prove that's what mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. um i love that because it connects easter to christmas mm -hmm. um i love that because it i, I love christmas mm -hmm. but really the money and the the party is really with Easter, and i feel like easter kind of gets the shaft it does. <laughs> at yeah. least in the u.s um 
And uh, I love Christmas songs that connect um, the uh, the birth of Christ to the resurrection of Christ. And and for me, that's the song that's always done that. Um, yeah. One one year I was in college. I was in um, London actually at uh, I was on a trip and uh, spring break, and I went over there to see a friend of mine who uh, told me he would have the whole week off. Uh, to hang out with me, but I got there and he said, I'm sorry, I have to work all week. So I was on my own <laughs> and I, and I ended up at Westminster Abbey on Easter Sunday, actually. Oh, wow! And it was so powerful to be there. Um, I was by myself. I was in the poet's corner area of, of the church. And I looked over while we were singing the hallelujah chorus on Easter Sunday, Easter morning. And there was Handel. I don't know if it's his actual grave, but I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not oh, totally sure actually, okay. but I think it is. But there was a memorial to him and all these other people, you know, um, that was surreal. So seeing yeah. joy of the world Easter yeah. Sunday in Westminster Abbey next yeah. to Handel's grave. So, yeah. you know, it's always been a poignant one for me. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so you kind of, you kind of skipped to one of our questions, but I think while, while, while you touched on it, we should go ahead and address it. We actually did an episode on this song last, this summer. Yeah. On purpose, we did it in the summer because Joy to the World is not a Christmas song or an Advent song per se, which I know is controversial. So why do you uh, why do you think Christians really should like those Christians like us that go, oh, this is not an Advent song, should sing it at Christmas anyway? (laughs) Well, I mean, I I don't know if I could make a good argument other than it's beautiful and uh, (laughs) that the lyric connects to the lordship of yeah. jesus yeah um not just uh not just as uh at easter but also you know the birth of christ so yeah definitely i think i think i mean you kind of mentioned it before we asked the question but i think the fact that um we celebrate christians celebrate christmas um you know, we kind of we kind of overdo it when really Easter Easter is the day. So I think it's great to sing about the Lord's second coming during Christmas time, because it's like, well, what's the big deal of him coming? Yeah. In the first place. Well, we're looking forward to that. So. Yeah. But it's a good song is always like, that's a good enough reason for me. If someone (laughs) says you should sing this, it's a good song. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, do you have a favorite cover of this hymn? I don't. Probably my church singing it at any time. <laughs> you know. I have to admit, I really like Sandra McCracken's version. Oh, she does yeah. it nicely. Yeah. Very, yeah. very nice version. Very nice. I'm old school. I like Nat King Cole's version oh, nice. of his Christmas album. I think they have a choir in there as well. So, it does feel like you're just in church, like doing your own thing. Um, yeah yeah really good there's i think this is like the most the most covers of any christmas hymn ever is joy to the world is it joy to the world or is it silent night one of the two might be joy to the world like thousands on spot like thousands and thousands of covers oh i I bet go on i was gonna say i really like um playing it on my cello it's a really rousing one Yeah. So with all that's going on in the world at the moment, um, joy is kind of the last thing on a lot of people's minds. I mean, I spent a rough two years, obviously, with 
um, health concerns around the world and political turmoil and, and unrest, et cetera. Um, how, I guess, how can you encourage Christians um, to cultivate joy this Christmas? Hmm. How do you cultivate joy at Christmas? Um, especially this Christmas. I think, um, you know, I love GK Chesterton. And one of the things he says is that, that surprise is the secret of joy. Um, and that one of the things that makes joy such a surprise to us oftentimes is that it shows up in the midst of, uh, times exactly like we're living through right now. Mm. Um, and I think that what's so important to me, um, about Christmas and about joy to the world as a hymn is that it points to like a giant signpost to the end of all this suffering and all this pain, mm -hmm. doubt, depression, cancer, coronavirus, political mm -hmm. turmoil, racism. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, uh, pain and suffering and, and division and anger and all the things that we deal with every day in, in big and in little ways, especially in the last couple of years mm -hmm. globally. Mm -hmm. um, a song like this points to the reality that uh, there is a, a resurrected Jesus who's going to mm -hmm. return and make all things new. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really at the end of the day where I have to kind of put my, my eggs, you know, put all my yeah. eggs in that basket. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love being reminded of that reality. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's what I would say. That's probably my best answer. You know? yeah. It's a long game. I mean, you know, a friend of mine just has a, has a beautiful, beautiful new EP that she released, Jill Phillips. And, uh, this week and actually it comes out next week, I guess, but I've heard it. And she has a song on there called love is a long game. And I think that's such a true, <laughs> a true thing. Yeah. Um, life is long. God is good. Joy is real, but you know, joy is not the same as happiness. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I'm from Tennessee here. And so Johnny Cash is sort of like our patron saint here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and, and one of the things he says uh, is that happy is a yuppie word, meaning it's just sort of a, uh, you know, potentially meaningless thrown around term, be happy, be this, be that. But joy is not happy. You know, joy mm -hmm. is rooted in reality, right? Joy mm -hmm. is um, deeply connected to suffering and the reality of pain but mm -hmm. it is resilient in its sense of hope and resurrection. And so to me, uh, that is really worth probably doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on, especially in the last time that we've had with coronavirus and, and really all the global unrest. I mean, it's really scary, right? It's a, yeah. it's a scary time. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, but God is near and he, uh, I believe he's sovereign over all yeah. these things. And yeah. uh, he gets the last word because love is a long game. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any other songs that you could recommend for us that kind of emphasize this joy that we could be singing? Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I love that hymn. Mm -hmm. um, I love the line in there, born to save the sons of earth, you know? Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I would just, I, I, I try to focus on Christmas hymns that are um, connected to resurrection. Yeah. You know? Well, Jeremy, thank you so much. I think you offered us some real words of encouragement. And for those who are um, uh, quite adamant about this being an ad, uh, not an Advent song, I think we have many reasons to sing this Christmas. 
uh, in terms of singing this specific joyful song Mm -hmm. and singing many, many others like it. So if you haven't checked out Jeremy Casella's website, go check it out. It's jeremycasella.com. Casella has one S, two L's. Yes. And I hope we're saying it right. (laughs) We'll we'll link to it as well down below. We'll send a link. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time. It's a joy. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) So before we go, um, we just wanted to read the passage of scripture that that Joy to the World is actually based off of. and I think because Cara has a beautiful Scottish accent, we'll ask her to read. So Psalm 98 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel, All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it the world and all those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Amen. So if that's not a reason for you to sing joy to the world this Christmas, I do not know what is. Until next time, guys, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye.